was poppin' party people this is panda ceo and i thank y'all for listening to the panda ceo show we do appreciate your support and this segment is all about musical chairs the shuffle of life and how a mindset a simple change of rules will change your whole aspect and possibly the whole course of history but if you want to figure out how we think that way then just listen to this segment as we sit back relax grab your snacks and we try to change your mind as we take it to the streets hello is this thing on uh yeah they're all waiting to hear from you no all right what up party people panda ceo and i want to thank you for listening to the panda ceo show and this is our panda thought segment it's all about my thoughts your thoughts our thoughts these are thoughts and feelings we're all having i'm just crazy enough to host a podcast for it he's not quite all there is he you know how you go to your job and your your manager supervisor whoever in charge you say you late and you're like but fuck you boom you gave away too much power you shouldn't be that unhappy at your job so are you feeling like you're not being heard send us your thoughts visit pceocentral.com fill out the form all our links and content will be there all right let's hit this man let's do this brutus yeah let's go uh aren't you for getting something oh yeah remember you can hate us you can love us and you can hear us stay wild Party people light it up, Panda CEO in his truck as we ride down, chilling with my thoughts. I got something right for ya, because you know I got ya. We thinking about it deeply as I got it as a factor. So let's go, here we are. Damn, man. What up, party people? How y'all doing? This is Panda CEO, and I thank y'all for listening to the Panda CEO Show Podcast. And today, I got a thought for you, and it is a deep one. So, have you ever played the game of musical chairs? Yeah. Now, let me know, because I recently discovered that there's another version, and this version got me thinking. So the musical theater chairs that I know and love is everybody, there's a set number of chairs and there's a set number of children and there's one child over chair. So one child has to fight for their life to sit in this chair or they out the game. And ain't that so serendipitous of life or at least the reality I live in on the North American continent where there seems to be this reality of limited resources and everybody got to fight tooth and nail to get their piece of the pie. And we call it different things. The American dream. Some people like to call it, you know, their slice of the American pie. Whatever you call it is false. See, if you know me by now that I'm a big believer in, we really create our own reality and we've collectively built this reality that we live in. So if you're feeling like, damn, life ain't fair, this and that, it's because we've all subscribed to certain versions that we think are outdated. Now, I'm going to give you this idea of musical chairs, and I'm telling you, you're going to start realizing that, damn, this 
is outdated. Because our version of musical chairs, we have to take more resources away until there is only one left and no one else can survive. It's a recipe for disaster, I realize. I realize that if we continue on this path, there is no way we all can survive. But I, w- I was reading about this. Uh, some in Asian culture, some versions of musical chairs is completely turned on its head, where the same materials apply. There are a certain amount of children. There are a certain amount of chairs. However, the simple fact that they're giving the different set of rules, instead of looking at the children as your opponent, everyone must fit on a chair, or you all lose. What? And I know some of you motherfuckers are looking at me like, wait, what? Everybody has to be on a chair by the time the music stops or you all lose. And in this fundamental fact, you have to realize that this incites cooperation, collaboration, empathy, initiative to say we all have to be in a chair we'll all lose and each round the chair is taken away and they all still have to fit until there is a until you see a tree of children sitting on a base of a chair it's a beautiful sight will they all survive probably not but they are together cohesively as they all go down we've lost sight that people are the most important things that we can actually accomplish it is anything worth doing is about people and don't believe me (sighs) y'all know i was perusing my tiktok as i sometimes do and i came across this video and there was this doctor professor speaking about nikola tesla had already cracked the idea of endless energy And, you know, a bunch of scientific terms, zero-point energy, quantum force, whatever. This machine does it for you, and it makes any type of fossil fuel or relying on it obsolete. And we already know that he was in the midst of thinking about wireless energy, and we know he was a pioneer way beyond his time. So if the machine actually exists, I'm not saying it does, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying let's run down the possibility of if it existed and take that into the account of our culture currently of American musical chairs. The people who are profiting now can never let this device get out because they will lose the round. They would have to become onlookers as a new era of energy is ushered and they are slowly put out of business. See, we've only become self-conscious about energy is because we all feel that this constant use of combustion needs to be obsolete. We have to find safer and cleaner ways of energy because like all humans, we want to live for as long as possible. And that also subconsciously means we have to procreate and have our our offspring live as long as possible because it ushers our DNA guaranteed into the next generation and the next generation. But since we all think this way, that means that transfers over into anything that we do. 
every action and thought that we take becomes a habit example i'm folding the laundry and my daughter comes up and says papa i, I want something to eat so i say all right you know i put the laundry down i say i'll get that later and then i say wait wait what hold on every action and thought that i have every thought that i have becomes an action and every action that i take becomes a habit slowly over time so i say no 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 no. i'm gonna get that now because what about if i say hey i'm gonna finish this goal later i'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow no 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 there's no tomorrow there's only now and there's only action because it builds habits so i told my daughter to patiently wait as i finish putting away the laundry so as we hold on to this thinking and this selfishness that our turn is always now we slowly choke the life out of everyone around us and everything around us see because if endless energy was the natural path for us to get to because combustion is killing our environment why would you not give up your turn to make sure the further generations keep going because we've all had this action and mindset of american musical chairs when the music stops i have to be the one sitting in that chair and damn anyone else who gets in my way to hell with anyone else whose life came before mine and in that action anyone after but if we all take the practice and teach our children the Asian version of musical chairs, will we all collaborate to try and make it through life? You, when your turn is over, your turn is over. You must become an onlooker on life to make sure, to ensure that your future generation succeeds. When your turn is up, your turn is up. And we have yet to let go of that concept. We've become beholders because we have turned our fear of death into a boogeyman that's coming to get you around the corner. Newsflash, motherfucker. The boogeyman is around every corner, in every scenario, in every turn of life, in every motherfucking aspect of you taking a risk. The boogeyman is there waiting for you. And you pass by the motherfucker every day unconcerned. So why is it that this particular behavior, this particular mindset, you cannot let go of? Everybody has to be on the chair by the end of this. You're not going to make it being the sole survivor of the game. Because who are you going to celebrate with? Who's going to fuel your business if you're the only motherfucker left? We'll see what you, what y'all don't realize. This is a symbiotic relationship. It has always been a symbiotic relationship. If I don't have listeners to listen to my podcast, I don't have a podcast. I have a internet show with motherfucker <laughs> i have an internet show where i'm talking to myself let that shit sink in everything you do every relationship that you hold is symbiotic or is supposed to be at least 
because if the push and pull the tweet and law the back and forth does not go around in a circle then it does not regenerate itself it does not it does not create propulsion it does not garner energy if it is a pure parasitic relationship one lives and one dies and then the one that lives ultimately regrets it because now the other is gone there has no there is no one else to perpetuate its energy so it's going to use up all that energy that is siphoned off slowly but surely and then die itself ensuring that no one lives ensuring that we all died together the fear of death is going to ensure that we all die because we do not want to have a symbiotic relationship where you get some i get some you get some i get some you get some and we all turn around but as we get further into it we'll come back and touch on more of the symbiosis of our relationships don't go nowhere be right back welcome back party people welcome back i thank y'all for listening to the panda ceo show podcast and we're talking about symbiotic relationships is your relationship symbiotic or is your relationship parasitic because which i don't realize this podcast is for you the listener so you as a listener have to get something from me in order for me to keep producing and give something to you and I have to produce something worth giving to you in order to keep you to keep listening and we all go around. But I can see how we fall into the trap. Because by me creating a podcast and me being and me wanting to create content to have people learn, listen and feel inspired and then them feel inspired to give back to me and say, "Hey man, I support you and I have an idea too." It garners energy and it keeps on rolling. But that also means that I choose a certain aspect of life. I could run into the fear and say, man, I got to push out every other podcast out there in order for me to win, in order for my podcast to be the best, in order for you to listen to me and only me. And in some respects, that is very true. I would love for you all to only listen to me. Please believe. Think about it. Just, I'm, I'm not, not saying it just thinking about it tell your friends but I had to evolve over time and list and and know that I don't have to be the best as long as I'm doing what I set out to do I set out to help you I set out to share stories of others who are struggling for those who are too shy or who who do not feel like they have the power enough to speak up for themselves. If they can hear someone else's story of triumph, someone else's story of awakening, someone else's story of powerful, they build that content up in themselves enough where they maybe one day can feel powerful enough to overcome whatever's oppressing them. If you're being oppressed by depression and I have more than one guest over talking about how they got over depression, I am filling your toolbox up with ideas and content and power enough to say, maybe I can do this too. Instead of falling into the pit of despair where you give up and you bite the bullet. Because please believe I've been in that space. I've been in that place. I know where you are. And it was 
only because I started to fill my life with positive content that I said, I can do this. And that led me enough to want to give back even more and start this podcast. That energy propelled me forward and that symbiotic relationship just keeps turning around. And now I'm creating a symbiotic relationship where I give back. See, I'm not hoarding all of the energy off that was given to me. I'm trying to give it back to you in order for you to give it back to someone else, in order for them to give it back to you, and so on and so forth. Will my podcast be the best? Who knows? Will this message of positivity reach someone and help them before they finally check out? I don't know but damn it at least I tried at least I didn't give up at least I did what I said I was gonna do I told myself that I would no longer play the old version of a musical chairs I'm choosing to save someone and give someone a lifeboat and tell them they're not alone here's my hand and we all can find our people together there is an answer to this if we look hard enough. You see, life is all about two choices. Push, pull, back, forth, yin, yang, tweed, law. Get busy living or get busy dying. Do or do not. There is no trial. See, when I, when I was a kid, I told myself I didn't want any children. Because deep down, I knew I was afraid to be a father. Me having no real examples of a father, me never knowing my father, I knew that I couldn't do what needed to be done to be a father. Because in my mind, I knew what it took to be in a child's life for the rest of your life. And I said, damn, I understand why the man left. See, I knew the circumstances that led up to me not having a maternal figure. So I understood and I wanted to opt out of that. I didn't want to disappoint a child that I knew could be hurt like that. So I was recently watching this movie called Boss Level, where the man repeats the day over and over again. And he learns these life lessons along the way while he's trying to save his wife, his child, and himself. I didn't know. It's a good movie. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. So if you got Hulu, watch it. But the lesson of life he learned with getting to know his son was he originally was out of his life for most of it until he was 11 because he was afraid of letting him down see when you're shooting up the club and you ain't thinking about drowning so you going in that ball weenie and boom baby just pop up on you greatness is now thrust upon you and you have two options in life you either stick around or you leave Get busy living or get busy dying. Do or do not. There is no try. And the stigma for some men is we do with all the intentions of being the best dad that we ever could be, that we ever never had. But some of us still hold the fear of failing within us. So we turn into that dad that we never wanted to be because we sit there and we can't cope with the failures that we have and we fall into the pit of despair disappointing the child anyway present disappointment or 
we opt out early we say nah i know i got a child but i can't do it because i don't want to be the disappointment that i know i'm going to be absent disappointment disappointment is still there so you only have one option you have to choose to do and know that if you're going to disappoint them anyway do the best that you can to be positive and enjoy it because that is the only option that could produce a different outcome because we know if we do the despair thing disappointment is going to be there anyway we're all going to die regardless so why worry about it live this life as positively as you can as much as you can as happy as you can because the despair thing is always there anyway the pit of despair is literally that it's a pit and it's always gonna be there so why fall for it it doesn't make any sense now does it you've been waiting for something to change your whole life not knowing that you could have just changed it and for you who's still out there saying, well, how can I do that? There's no how you just do it. The next step that you take after this, when something comes your way, when shit just happens, when life happens to you, choose the path of letting it go and chalking it up. It's just powerful, of course, man. It's just life. Go through it. Happy. Your food's a little bit late. Man, ain't that big a deal. I'm alive. Somebody hits your car. Oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. It is not. It may be the end of your car, but you're alive. Oh, I'm late again. They're going to find me and you will find another job. And you're probably late because you're not happy. But don't fall into the pit of despair where it is an endless game of negativity, neglect, and hopelessness. It's not worth it. You play the game with a song in your heart and a pep in your step because why not? What is the ladder going to get you? Where's it gotten you now? So think about which version of musical chairs you want to play with. Because honestly, I don't want to be at the top and alone. I'm already at the bottom and alone. So <laughs> reach out, grab a friend. Tell them that you got a podcast you want them to listen to because, you know, that CEO got you. And I thank y'all for listening to my podcast. If you want to be on the podcast or if you got any comments about what we just talked about, you can always reach us. DM us on every social media platform. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. It doesn't matter. Or you can go to our website, pceocentral.com. Fill out the form, comment, leave your thoughts, feedback. Or if you want to be on the show, we can set that up as well. If you got time, reach out and be good to somebody. And don't forget that you can hate us, you can love us, and you can hear us. Y'all stay wild.